anticipates, 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 and always thanks his mother. Let me tell you about guys like him. They ain't just playing stick. Welcome to Remember 64, where this week we hit the diamond. Welcome to the show, or welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is David Petrangelo, and my slugging percentage is always 64 bits or higher. Okay, that's okay, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty high. Like 64% is is 64-ish percent, roughly. 0.640, that's a pretty good slugging. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, fresh off the injured reserve list, a joke that made more sense before stage two happened, I'm Ouija. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome back to our, I guess, uh, next episode that we finally get to sit down and, and do together. It's level 13. Yeah. It's level this 13. is my number, by the way. This is, this oh, is, is my, my favorite uh-huh. number. So. so if you had you had a number when you were growing up in sports and things like well, that, I'm, and yeah, 13 I mean, was, was the number? Your, when your birthday falls on Friday the 13th sometimes, that becomes a cool thing. Hot damn. So, that's awesome. Yeah. There we go. I was, I was pretty into it. <laughs> All right, so we have a few sports references there. Of course, we are your hosts for this adventure as we collect, play, and discuss the classic Nintendo 64 console with you and other fellow nerdy guests. It's just us two this time, but we are sportsin'. We are sportsin' with Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Popcorn! 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 Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Jr.'s Slugfest. So we're going to talk yeah. about both because I spent a little bit more time with Slugfest and you spent a little bit more time with the OG, um, Indeed. I guess you can Indeed. call it. I mean, just, I yeah, I I don't know because it's technically the name of it is like Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr., but just called it, you know, Ken 64 or Ken yeah. Griffey Jr. 64. And then the other one was just Slugfest. So... Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird. They they both came out like a year from each other too. You mm-hmm. know, they really used these as like yearly iterations, even though they didn't have you know ninety eight and ninety nine slapped to them. So um, right, you know, there, there's some differences, but I think like when we spoke about the Wayne Gretzky hockey games um, in a previous level, they're not drastically different. So, exactly. Why not? Why not pool them together and talk about them right. together? So, in, in fact, in, with that game, someone had uh, problems with the third one, which was a Olympic uh, <laughs> branded one, <laughs> yes. because it was not different enough. So, right, yeah. right, there we go. And that's what a lot of people say about sports games nowadays: is that if you played uh, an NHL game from, let's say, 2018 to 2022, minor differences, it's almost like people sort of talk about them now like their roster updates and you know it's a little unfair to the developers but at least those are good you have other sports (laughs) games that 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 are definitely not that are flaming piles of garbage and are still (laughs) flaming piles of garbage year after year after year so (laughs) hockey fans got it good man yeah i think so too i agree (laughs) we'll get to we'll get to talking about what they did in these two games in a sec i just want to really quickly Make sure that we give a shout out to our two uh, newest patrons for the uh, for the episode at this time. Now we try not to date our episodes, but at the moment we have Bacon Bob, which is a Woo! fantastic name, and I love Bacon 
bake, bacon and Bob. Just it's great. The alliteration, it's perfect. Genius. And uh, Jimmy Roach as well. Jimmy Roach as well is, is, uh, has joined our Patreon. So thank you very much for is being Is Jimmy being the part. Roach or Jimmy Roach? I, it know. says Jimmy Roach, but okay. we could call him Jimmy the Roach. Yeah, well, no, let let's go with Jimmy Roach. You know, okay. let, let's be respectful of Mr. Roach and, you know, and, and call him Jimmy Roach. Thank you so <laughs> much, by the way, Bacon Bob and Jimmy Roach. Exactly. Thank you so much. Um, Who doesn't uh, love bacon and roaches? Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, patreon.com slash remember 64 show is where you can find us. Support the show from there. Get episodes early and, uh, you know, help us shape what games we might play next. Uh, sort mm. of narrow down the list for us. And... Um, Without further ado, though, sir, it's time to hit the history books. It's time to head back to May of 1998 when the first Ken Griffey Jr. 64 game came out. I'm learning! Previews and commercials emerged about the new iMac computer with all the fancy colors. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, the orange, the purple, the green. He was back at this point. Yes. The hippie yeah. was back. <laughs> the hippie was back with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. And turtlenecks. Well, he probably always had turtlenecks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when the turtlenecks started. That was not part of my research. Um, it was just strictly <laughs> about the computers themselves. So um, did you ever have one of these these guys uh, growing no, up? No. No, my neighbor did. Uh, I got a Mac when I graduated high school. Oh, okay. Year, yeah. so, multiple years later. But mm -hmm. uh, a neighbor had one of these, and I, I messed around with it. Um, yeah, I think my grandpa had a Mac, a Macintosh growing up as well. Yes, yeah. I guess this would be Macintosh, the first iMac. So yeah. All right. So on May fourteenth, I'll ask before I mention this: Are you a Seinfeld fan? Are you a Seinfeld watcher? I uh, later in life I was. My my okay. my parents definitely were, and so yeah. they watched it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think at the time, for the most part, our generation might have been just a touch too young to watch while it was on, but. I mean, it was my. It was also like my parents' show, so I was just like, you know, it might be funny, but yeah. you know, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, on May 14th, it was the uh, the first of the two part episodes for the finale of All Seinfeld, right. and then of course on May 25th of 1998, we have the first Ken Griffey Jr. game on the N64 that was released. Let me tell you something about heroes. They ain't like you and me. Look at Griffey, the way he taps the spikes and grows the teeth, punches the glove and flips the lid. This is Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. with Reality Bat for Infinite Swings. It's only on N64, only on Nintendo Sports. Without further ado, sir, once again, let's get into the history of the game. You have quite the breakdown this time around. Ooh, ooh, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, we have a shared document of, of the things that we write down, but... I kind of stayed away from this one. I, I, I wanted to educate myself real time. So what are we talking about here? Okay. Okay. So, so the, this game is, uh, I guess there's not a lot out there about the development of this game. Most likely because it's a, it's a baseball game that made a baseball game. Sport, sports um, games seem yeah. to kind of go that way. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like, oh, we're making, we're like handcrafting Madden over here, and like, <laughs> there, there's all this like mythos around it, and and uh, Trip Hawkins and and John Madden are like in in a bus right now, <laughs> hashing out the details of Madden. Like, no, it, it, these guys uh, were primarily they Angel Studios made video games at this point, but they got their start basically as an animation studio. 
uh, started up in like the mid eighties, uh, mostly worked in commercials, music videos, the kind of stuff that like when you watch a star Wars documentary and like, uh, oh man, what's his face? The, the, one of the, uh, he's all over those DVDs from the prequels. I can't remember his name now, but like the, the lead, uh, animator guy was like, oh. yeah, we're pulling these kids off of. Music videos and commercials. Music videos and commercials. That's gotcha. where the animators are. You always hear that from like film production. Yeah. And so that's what they were doing. Um, they actually uh, worked on the Lawnmower Man, which is a thing that it's this like big VR touchstone movie that I think is older then we're not old enough to to get that. I've never seen it. It was a big deal to people older than us for some reason. It was like the VR thing. Yeah, it's sort of like a. Um, I want to say it's a thriller or a horror movie. I know of it because I do remember seeing um, the 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 box, the VHS box at the movie. Oh rental store. yeah, I saw it a lot. And um, and Pinhead. What's P- Pinhead is um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah, I remember yes. seeing those. For whatever reason, they were always sort of close by, and I was never watching. Obviously, at that time, never mm-hmm. watching. So, 1992 is when it came out. So, definitely way too young to watch something like that. So, it's probably a great movie. Who knows? There's a sex scene in it in VR. They animated that. Sure. Uh, this is the kind of stuff they were doing. This is this is they got a chance to work with uh, because they did this. They did like some Peter Gabriel music videos Ooh. like they had some clout. And so they were brought in to work with uh, like the Silicon Graphics workstations, which the Silicon Graphics stuff the, like those are infamous. That's like Donkey Kong Country, like people who got brought in for that. Uh, that that became like the 64 was, you know, built around these workstations, they were always called. And so that's how they got in with Nintendo, like Genya Takeda, you know, hardware wunderkind from Nintendo was also interested in the technology. And so they kind of met there. Um, give me a minute. We're getting there. I'm going to blow your minds. <laughs> <laughs> so not limited to just working with Nintendo. Uh, they also compressed the ever-loving shit out of Resident Evil 2 and successfully managed to cram it onto an N64 cart. Their work, they, they also did work on a driving game for Windows PC, they, which caught the eye of Rockstar Games, which enlisted their help for Midnight Club and Smuggler's Run. Oh, Midnight Club. I used to love those. So uh, during this, like, th- this is not long after, like, they've been working, they've done work with Atari, they're making Ken Griffey Jr. in here. Uh, they, they had no experience with a sports game, so they just mm. made what they thought was, like, a fun baseball game. And they made my favorite baseball game, just kind of <laughs> like, what would be a fun baseball game? Like, let's not be realistic, let's just make a good baseball game. Right. And so... Yeah, I don't think there's anything more to it than that. That's why there's no info really out there. Simply, they just went for it. They had some ideas. They thought this could be a pretty good way to do a generally slower sport. Let's make it work this way. It's I it's I I think you're right, man. I think it's it's a good balance of arcade and sim and there's nothing wrong with that. No, and it's and it it doesn't feel like you know it goes a little bit faster than a baseball game, but it doesn't feel like wacky 
or like bombastic or over the top or in like in really any way no it feels like a baseball game and yeah it's it's not a um it's not wing grexy's 3d hockey it's not NFL yeah. blitz none of that oh, kind of stuff. it doesn't go that you far. know like Sorry, that that's me doing like when you get checked, the announcer's like, ah, you know, <laughs> woo, 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 you know, sirens, all this crazy stuff. You know, Dave Niehaus is out there, you know, getting wasted in the booth, yelling stuff. <laughs> sure, ruining my perfect games. But other than that, no, uh, it's pretty normal for a game. So I, I, I want to say that they their work with Resident Evil 2 led to a collaboration with Capcom on an espionage game that got turned into a Western shooter called Red Dead Revolver. Oh, what? fell apart right around the time that the Hauser brothers were looking to acquire their favorite little studio. <laughs> and that's how the studio that made the two N64 Ken Griffey Jr. games made Red Dead Redemption, the greatest game ever made or one of the greatest games ever made all right interesting look at that ken griffey jr on the n64 ties all the way (laughs) to one of the best-selling most popular and beloved series of all time (laughs) so yeah these guys know how to make a game they're they're artists they're they were i mean the foundation of the company was artists doing cool stuff, getting a chance to make video games, actually mm-hmm. kind of pulling it off just by making some cool video games. Um, and yeah, like Red Dead's the culmination of that, I think, of really weird, artsy, not necessarily controlling the way you would expect a game like that to control, but this is the way they did it. And uh, also the Housers really just liked Angel, the guy the founder of the company a lot. And I think they just wanted to work with him forever. And after a couple of years, he was like, I'm retiring. Bye. And they're like, Oh, we wanted to hang out with you more. And oh, come on, buddy. No, I'm come out. On. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a weird. Sto- they're weird. It's a weird story. It's, it's interesting though. I mean, it's, there's a lot going on there. I think, uh, I think it, it's a nice, like you sort of, you sort of laid it out in a way that got into what the game is and why it became that way, which is exactly why you love it so much, and exactly mm-hmm. why I had a great time with it in the last couple of weeks, which we'll we'll get into for sure. Um, I do want to take this time though before we dig into our time playing with it, and especially yours, because you have mm-hmm. a much deeper history with this. Um, I want to make sure we jump into Nintendo Power Time. Mr. Ken Griffey Jr. is on the cover. And this is May of 1998. So this is when this game came out. So they sort of did this. They had like a multiple page spread. They had all of the teams listed. They had where they were in the standings in 1997. They had their lineups from one to nine. And they had where their strengths and weaknesses are. And then they broke down every mode that this game, the first one, had in available when you purchase the game this was far more of a breakdown than we've seen so far since doing nintendo power time on this show it is like deep deep stuff like you can go through these pages i think there is a total of 10 or 11 pages here and it's all ken griffey jr all baseball all the time it's insane i'm stunned (laughs) i am absolutely speechless are you telling you're telling me that every single player 
every single stat. Yeah, so it has their names. It doesn't have their stat. Yeah, so it has their names, but it doesn't have their ratings, the players. Oh, but it has the okay. team's record from 1997. Okay. It has where they finish, but it has you know it has all it has a little like mini picture of everyone's stadium from the game. Like the, they mm-hmm. really went into detail. And then you know you get to the to the end of the issue in the now playing section where they reviewed games and. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's fairly obvious, and I think it's it's sort of known at this point that Nintendo Power was very much like you know you could say favorable to their the stuff. Board. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of a, a, a sales pitch for for hundred pages. <laughs> um, but you know, they have some of the comments from the writers or, or people from Nintendo Power. Overall rating of eight point four out of ten. That's quite good, I would say. Okay, that's quite okay. high. They were giving a ten scale at that point. Okay. Yeah, it's all 10 and they get down to the yeah, to 10 point no, no 8.4, you know, not eight and a half to eight yeah. or nine. It's right in the middle there, right? Um, so they have Scott who says it took three years to get here, but it's worth every hour we had to wait. I know pretty, Scott. Pretty, you know, good old Scott. <laughs> I think I know um, that reviewer. Uh, Mr. Paul says the best baseball game ever, bar none. I mean, he's right. So that, I wanted to leave Nintendo Power time with that and throw it to you. I'm going <laughs> to toss the baseball over to you because I know you agree with both hey, of the things. Hey, hey, thanks said there. there. Uh, no problem. Catch Here you go. I'm just gonna. I'm the... just gonna. You know, we're gonna play catch a little bit and then hey. gonna toss it over to you. So all right, kids. Let me tell you why <laughs> this is the greatest baseball game of all time. No, it is. It's super. It's super damn fun. Um, I'm I'm biased. I will admit they this is the '97 season, which the the season that this was released during was the year that my Padres were tearing it up, and for once not like stumbling at any point, except for toward the end of the season they failed to get to 100 games, but they were a really good team, and they went to the World Series. So I was like, like peak crazy about baseball i was already a huge baseball fan i'm living in the midwest but i'm still a huge padres fan because that's where i grew up and i got all my tony gwen crap and so amazing this was the year to have the best baseball game ever come out (laughs) and have my favorite team be in it and then the next year for slugfest as well because (laughs) okay so not everybody on the team is as good as they were in 98 Right, <laughs> Greg Vaughn. I think uh, the only people who hit more home runs than him that year are left fielder. The only person who hit more home runs hit than him that year were Ken Griffey Jr., Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire, because that was the home run chase year. Yeah, and so yeah, he's his stats aren't that great <laughs> in this game, but you know I know it's Greg Vaughn, so I was still like swinging for the fences with him. And yeah, stuff like that. It it was a good year to have. It was it was two great seasons to have locked into a game I already think is way more fun than any other baseball game I've played since. So with this with this game or these games, um, you played the heck out of them. Like what? what like what? What do you remember as like? what you loved about this and like, did it, did it sort of come back to you when you turned it back on in the last few weeks? I think what it really is, is um, it's, it's fun to play by yourself 
and yeah. it is a fantastic game to play against other people. <laughs> um, it like the pitching works; the pitches break the way they're supposed to. And so, if you've got a slider, like you know, okay, well, I know the slider is going to break like this, or mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And so, I just spent I spent a lot of time with this game as a kid. I spent more time with it in, as an adult um, <laughs> with with Slugfest in particular, where my friend and I would just this is what we did. We played this game for a long time where he always picked the Yankees because I let him pick the Yankees because I he played. All right. That's all dumb. That's all dumb. <laughs> I'm just getting so many levels down. He he played as the Yankees. And so we just had just showdown after showdown after showdown i don't know how many world if it kept track of what that would have been cool but it doesn't i don't know how many i played but years of that right um and slugfest so there's this code that you can do in in the first one oh where you can unlock nintendo and angel studios teams and their stats are all tens and yeah, like Team That's Nintendo's awesome. got Minoru Arakawa and Howard Lincoln and like Mike what? Fukuda and probably uh, Gail Tilden and just all these old Nintendo Power, Nintendo of America names. Oh, I did not and know that. That's amazing. Y- it's really weird. You have to like mash all the C buttons at the <laughs> same time. What? And if you like, it's it's really easy to mess up. So I was I was pissed for years because those weren't in slugfest because i couldn't do it and and turns out after about two years three years however long it took us to get through a 162 game season oh man uh of just you know playing it off and on it was like you've unlocked those teams like ah, i told you they were in here somewhere crazy so yeah the the second game you have to play an entire season to get them Ooh, but that's still a lot. There. Of, that's a lot. As it, fun as a game yeah. is, that's that's a lot of games. That's that's tough. It's a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it took me a few years, and I was playing. I sometimes play like two or three games a night for stretches. Yeah, right. Well, know? and that's the so. thing too with with games of this age too. I noticed because I'm playing a baseball game right now, which I mentioned on one of my my Patreons from I think it was in June, maybe when I did it. Um, Because that's when I was a couple months into playing it, but it's called Super Mega Baseball, and it's the third one. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic game. It is so much fun. Um, Those are all right, and they're kind of like up, like you know, in the same vein. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a little bit simmy, but they're also very arcadey. There's no real players, no real teams. Do you have a cursor that you use to hit it, or can you? It is very similar. Oh, okay. It's a very similar control scheme to this. To Ken Griffey Jr. games, actually, it's actually I played not that the uh, the demo a lot. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that so that for example, I I played a, a decently length season, but every game is seven innings. I just shortened it just a touch because nine nine kind of felt like okay, I I, really, I want to sink myself into a season, but nine sometimes just drags on. And like games like this, I I don't I didn't play like. I didn't look through all, a lot of the settings in Slugfest or anything, but I don't think you can change how long the game is. And sometimes the games felt a little, a little. We get long. It. I win. 
We yeah. get it. <laughs> I win it's or over. I or I lose. Or I yeah. Or could this be over now? Yeah. <laughs> like I I played I played a couple games at the beginning and you know it, it's me not being used to the the game yet the flow the way the the ball is pitched the way you're supposed to bat the timing like right. all that stuff you kind of just got to delay get a feel for from it. uh you know well i don't know on your emulator if there's going to be any delay on that thing I, so i played it on my little handheld retropie thing and i i think it's just the way that the game controlled and because yeah. i've been playing so much of that super mega baseball game that I was used to seeing and and controlling a different game, even though the view is very similar, you know. Um, so I was like striking out like crazy. I was like, I can't get the timing right, <laughs> dude. You know, me too. Like Vladdy Senior had like four strikeouts in a game at one point. I'm like, I am just the worst at this. Why are we playing this? Can we play something else? Like, oh my god. And then I got the hang. Of I, it. I had like. I was getting like 13, 14, 15 strikeouts. Oh, uh, it was brutal. My first few games back. Just whiffing at everything. Yeah, as a as a Blue Jays fan, a lifelong Blue Jays fan, being based in Toronto, and the fact that Vladdy Jr. is currently like the biggest name on the team mm. in the last decade, the fact that I was playing as his dad on a team that doesn't exist anymore, that also yeah. took, was in Canada at the time with the Montreal Expos, I was like, I want this guy to hit every ball. He's gonna go six for six every game and just hit home runs all and I just could not hit the ball the first couple games. It was so I was so upset at myself. <laughs> and the game. <laughs> He's the man though. He is. He is. So so yeah, I, I played as the Expos. It was kind of fun to sort of go yeah. back and, and what, what, yeah. why Expos? Uh, because the Jays are garbage in the nineties. <laughs> so why. you even worse than the Expos. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They were so Dude. bad that they took their team away. The, the Jays in the late into the like after they won the World Series, right? For, right. The was Jays didn't make the playoffs for twenty two years. Ninety two. No, that was ninety one. Right. They won it. They won ninety ninety two was the last time they won. Okay. And you know, it's it's the whole baseball thing where it's like they spent the most money, so they had a really high salary they had good they had players you know they they blew everybody else everybody out in, during the season anyways that's, that's and then and then time, everybody but, leaves after, and then everybody after leaves the, season, the year after which 93. is what happened to in slugfest <laughs> i'm missing a bunch of my players especially they did expansion stuff too and so like some of them got taken to the expansion team and i'm like no give me yep. my guys back please the uh the the uh um previously named devil rays when tampa was a new team is yep. uh is new in there so they have some some players that they took through the expansion but um yeah no i had to choose the expos one because of uh vladdy guerrero and because <laughs> yes the jays are that bad in the late 90s. <laughs> okay yes they are that bad they yeah. have been bad right. uh, for almost my whole life I barely remember them winning because in 92 was too young to really appreciate it. And then they did well about five years ago and then they <sighs> sucked until last year. So it's just been, it's been a roller coaster. It's been a it's roller coaster. True. I feel you. I yeah. Feel oh, you. with don't the worry. Padres, I can imagine. Yeah. 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 yeah don't worry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I found um, uh, in this game that uh, there are, there, there's some differences with the hitters, I think, but I found a big difference with, certain pitchers that had better stats. That's where I really Ooh. felt that it made a difference. Like when someone was rated eight or nine with their speed or velocity, whatever they call it in mm -hmm. the game compared to someone who had a four or a five, it was like, 
yeah, I understand that that's like a big number difference, but I was like, wow, this guy can all of a sudden throw 95 yeah. compared to 79. And like a 79 is basically a changeup at this point. I'm just like, what am I throwing at these guys? No wonder I'm losing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you want to you want to change it up on them. That's what the changeup's for. But if my fastball is going 79, I'm not getting anything done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not. You know, maybe maybe you got the super fast that goes 85 and the, right. the fastball that goes 79. I love and, how it's called super fast. I love that. Yeah, I just I call it the hot hot heat. Yes. Yes. Like, oh, you got me with the hot. It's hot heat. it's the heater, just like uh, like from Sandlot. I don't know if you've watched Sandlot, but Sandlot yes. is likely one of the best sports movies of all time. And that's pretty good. As long as show him the heater, he just throws up his finger as one finger. Show him the heater. Here comes oh, strike three. You're out. Like <laughs> it's, it's the best. Yeah. Um. I think I think the you have a lot of of uh, power as the pitcher because you need to. Because <laughs> uh, once you, if you're playing someone who knows what they're doing, they can punish you for some garbage that you accidentally let out. So you've got to be. Um, I was playing this. I, I was streaming it, and I noticed myself doing this thing. So, so with the the pitcher's cursor will be this gold or gold green plus sign that sort of flashes, and. When you're tired, it it flashes more. But the but the, the the flashing's important because if you're actually playing against someone else, you can wait for that plus sign to go away. Yes. Move your pitch somewhere and start your pitch, and they won't see it until, you know, control is released to them, and then yeah. they see the pitch coming in. And so I notice myself doing that a lot because I'm just used to doing that, hiding yeah. my pitch from people because I want to feel like that them. helped though. Did the, do you think that oh. helped even against the the CPU too in the game? I don't think that helps at all. No, no I... because there's a thing you can do in one of the only glitches I know about mm -hmm. in the first one is when you want to check base, you you yes. hold Z and then the base you want the camera to like zoom over to and look at. Right. If if you hold the base that you're looking at and let go of Z first and then bring the camera back, the strike zone and the pitcher's cursor are gone. Really? Even the strike zone? Uh, crazy. <laughs> just disappeared. And if you're playing against a human being, you could be like, what the hell happened? I don't oh, know no. what's going on. Never seen that before. Oh, well, it's two strikes. I guess you'll just have to pray. And, uh, yeah, you can get them that way if you're re if you're a real dick. Uh, <laughs> or so, if you're resourceful. Like, let's not, let's right. not be too negative you know. here. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to win. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, so you can do that. But the computer will not be fooled by it. So they're, they're not, they don't, it does not care if you hide the cursor. Um, but yeah, it's uh being a being a good pitcher is a is a virtue in this game and I don't throw a lot of strikeouts but but I'm I'm definitely good at, at getting people to ground out or I was not good at, at strikeouts either. Yeah, I could not get the strikeouts going. Like I love I love watching pitching. I love playing pitching in baseball games. It's always actually my favorite part. And mm -hmm. um yeah, That's I just smart. I could, yeah, I couldn't quite couldn't quite get it. Couldn't quite get they, the they won't let going. you get away with stuff. You no. you can fool them in, into certain things. Like you can, if you've got a pitcher who can really like just move the ball, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you can get it to start way outside the zone, come flying in and tag the corner and the batter will just be like, <laughs> you know, cause it, it's an automatic animation for them to yeah. do that. But there are like certain situations where that, that computer character will turn to the ump and be like, what the f- is your problem? <laughs> it, man, they it, will be mad. It, it's so funny. <laughs> that's, Oh, that's it. That's the one thing I actually want to mention just in general. It's those types of animations, but just the animation in general. I really, really like the animation, like the way they throw the ball, the way that the guys slide to the base, like mm-hmm. just the way that they all, nearly all of the of the batters have their own stance. They're all holding it in a certain way. I don't know what everyone's stance was at that time, but for the most part, they're 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 varied. And there's like I, five or six. Maybe seven different stances. Yeah, and, and enough all variation. of them cover vague style. So, like, so Jeff Bagwell, Jeffrey Bagwell, <laughs> um, would do this thing where he would stand at the plate, and he would stick like like there was a stool one foot behind him, and only like a centimeter of his ass was allowed to sit on <laughs> and like, and like the rest of his body was not allowed to be like anywhere near that stool. <laughs> that was his stance. It was super weird, but um, yeah. So they give him this kind of squat stance that Tony Gwen also gets. Whereas he didn't nearly look that stupid um, and was a much better hitter. Um, well, that goes without saying it's, it's Tony, it's Tony Gwen. He's one of the greatest hitters who ever lived. And so, but but yeah, he had. They have the exact same model, but it, it's right. kind of a rough variation of that. Uh, yeah. The only person who gets their own super sick, fluid, mo-capped as all get out uh, <laughs> stance is, is the man himself, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I did not get a chance to play against the Mariners because I was Ooh. in the other conference, so I did not meet uh, Mister Mister Junior uh, as I played through this. So I think I played. Man, I want to say I played 25 or 30 games. I played a decent amount. Yeah. And um, I played a lot against the Brewers. I played a lot against Pittsburgh. I played, you know, because <laughs> you're playing three, four game, you know, miniseries during the season against these teams. I'm like, oh, this guy, I got to nail this guy next time. And then he hits a home run. <laughs> but, you know, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And you've got, um, man, there's, are there like six teams in that division? <laughs> That's a great question. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's I can't remember. Damn. I don't know. It gets messy and NL Central gets messy, man. Yeah, exactly, right? But it's um it's it's great. I, I really appreciate how they like went for it with the with the animations because like mm-hmm. you know, it's a ground ball and the and the shortstop or the third baseman or ever picks up a ball and then you you immediately press the button to throw it to first or second base. They kind of do this like you know, midair sidearm sort of jump kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is very, you know, pretty realistic and something that you yeah. see actually happen and not what I would have expected, honestly, from the game. I thought everything would be fairly um, standard. You know, they'd have their feet planted. It would be, you know, sort of the same throw animation. It would just vary depending on which base you threw to, but it actually, it changed. And on top of that, the camera angles change all the time. And it's amazing. I love it. It's so great. It's like that's you, a, you, that's my favorite part of this game is how no matter what you do, 
there's there's a camera angle change every single time, every single play. It's so great. And and, and eventually you start to figure out like where the camera is going to go once it's hit. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if the other team hits on you and you see the ball, you only get to see it for like the briefest of moments, like mm-hmm. where it goes. But you're like, okay, he hit that pretty hard and it went that way. So I'm going to guess it's left field it's roughly and not there. like shortstop. Yeah, yeah. So and so, yeah, like eventually you'll start to pick up on that. But yeah, with the animations, like it, it actually depends on where you're running, how fast, you know, or not how fast, but like. Are you like mid catching the ball? Did you dive? Do, do you have to stand up? Um, if you're running directly away from it, it's it's really funny because they will do this turnaround dive and throw it back. But but if you take half a second to plant yourself and turn back towards the base, you will throw it much faster. Yeah, which is which is great. It's so that's, that is 100% realistic and not something again, not something I would have expected. Like. I I know you love this game, man, but I did not expect that. <laughs> like you can you can tell that that they were animators. Yeah. Um, yes. Almost first and foremost, they right. they they're like, there's not really much we have to do to make this baseball game fun, as far as like the baseball rules are concerned. But for controlling, animating how you control it, um, like let's make it somewhat realistic it's kind of realistic in that way where like, I you think you can't so. just do whatever you want to throw the ball you have to kind of think about it a little bit yeah i agree I, like like my favorite part is a fly ball in the outfield and you got your mm-hmm. guy or they have their guy right underneath the cursor and yeah and the camera is just behind their shoulder like sort of yeah sort of at ass level i guess like at belt level looking up the guy's back and you know you see his number you see his name and the ball just goes neatly into their glove and i just you know it's great <laughs> it's because great. they have versions of that when you're actually watching baseball but you're never going to get that exact angle when you watch it on tv but it doesn't feel out of place either like it actually feels like it really works and I, I think you're right. I think the whole like the fact that these then it guys kind of pans up when you catch it. Yes. And if it, if the play is still active or something yes, like that, 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 that does make a difference, too. But all of that stuff, I think, comes into play. Like you said, like if this studio were an, like these stu- the studio was animators, all of this stuff is just part of their DNA mm-hmm. is how they would how they would normally work and what they thought of. And a lot of studios maybe wouldn't have thought of that. And I think it makes the game exceptionally better than what I expected and what I thought I would take away from it. And I thought I'd take away, oh, I, I love the hitting, I love the pitching, the throwing's kind of cool, but no, it's actually, for the most part, the presentation. That's what I actually enjoyed the most. It all fits together. It's so seamless. Like, like I don't understand how baseball games get so complicated when it comes to, like, throwing, um, which base you want to throw, base running, how you want to do the base running. Like, there is so much garbage that goes into controlling different runners in different games. And this is just, it's intuitive. It's, it's uh, R to make everybody go. And then the individual base to make them run to that individual base on the C buttons. And then Z to, for all of them to go back or individual base to go back. And it, and it just, it all just works. It, yeah. it all fits together it doesn't feel it, it just it all feels right it just yeah. always the game has always felt just 
perfect. To, it like, makes not sense. Perfect. Don't it really that. makes sense. No, no, it's yeah. not perfect, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be for it to work, right? Yeah, like, I actually, it's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's got problems. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, it, Slugfest is not perfect either. I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time playing around with things. I, I really just like mm-hmm. started a season and I kind of just went for it. I played around with the lineup a little bit. I tried to make a couple trades, like pretty basic stuff, but I didn't yeah. really dig into it too. I just wanted to get a handle of the gameplay. And and honestly, it was like I have a hard, I have a hard time putting down baseball games whether it's this one or whether it's the super mega baseball or whether it's the show, which I had a, a few iterations of uh, a few years ago. Um, I think around 2015, 2017 is kind of when I had those games, like I'll play a game, whether it's a short one, a long one, whatever. And it'd be like, ah, I just, if you, especially if I lose, I just, I got to get back in there. I got to I got to right. I know I'm not as bad as what that score was or as bad I as, you know, I, I, I was, know I, I was getting it. greedy, stealing bases. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have stole that base. I would have won, you know, like things like that. And, um, you know, I, it's it's nice that there's variation in this, too. You're not constantly blowing teams out and they're not constantly blowing you out. Like I found there was a couple games where I got lit up at the beginning I get seven runs against me in the first couple of innings, sort of thing. But then all I right, would do right, that a couple. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I got it together, and like maybe I would lose, but maybe you know, whatever. Either way, things sort of sort somewhat evened out. Maybe I just played yeah. better. Whatever it is, it varied a decent amount, and I just I don't know. I, you eventually will run out of pitchers. Yes, <laughs> running you eventually out of will get down to a pitcher who like is either isn't as good as your other starters or uh, is has zero stamina and so he goes out early and like there's always a game where you're gonna be like leaning on your bullpen for half the game <laughs> oh. and the only problem yeah the bullpen that like it doesn't seem at least on the expos it doesn't feel like anyone can go longer than an inning and a bit maybe two innings most if you're of them lucky. can't especially if you can't especially if you're giving them on a high uh if you're giving them a high pitch count oh um, well that i think that's almost all that's the majority of what of what hits their stamina. It's not just the hits. It's not just the giving yeah. stuff up. But like if you yeah, you toss a certain amount of pitches, you're they're just like they're they're on their knees and just like, uh, like huffing and puffing. And yeah, it takes like yeah. seven minutes for them to get ready to throw the next pitch. I'm just like, okay, let's go. Speed it up. Speed it and up. And that's let's what go. Oh no, because I'm I'm fine. I'm like, take your time. Take your time. Cause I know exactly when during this animation you're going to throw the ball and I can uh, shoot that by a half a second and jump the gun and you know, steal third on you. So take your time, buddy. Don't worry about it. Unless it's your pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. In which case, I don't think they would try and steal on me. I don't think they do, actually. I've never had... I had a couple steals against me, but it wasn't at those kinds of times. Um, who... who? Someone got on. Somebody got on, and they were, like, immediately out to three, and I saw it. And I was like, that's okay. Okay. All right. You haven't done that yet, but oh, what was it? I think it was like Barry Bonds or something. Oh man, he's like a nine because he he wasn't juiced at this point. He was uh, still just like the bonds. best all around player of all time. Like right, you know whatever. He wasn't he, the, big, his stats, the big boy. Yeah, yeah. His stats are like he is he is stacked in these games, and and he's not juicing. So like I don't know. I I'm just like. Barry, we all loved you. I don't know why you went and did that. Why, just, man? I feel, why? 
I feel bad. I just feel bad for you. I feel bad that you felt like you had to go juice, buddy. You are already like you play for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, I I should hate you because I am a Padres <laughs> fan. So I should like want you to shove a boot up your ass. But you were Barry Bonds. Like, how could I hate you? Like, even 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 as a kid, I'm just like when when I saw. Well, I guess you were on the Pirates at that point. But I was like when I saw Barry Bonds and in, in in the Rookie of the Year or whatever the kid where he messes his arm up yep, movie. Rookie of the Year. Yep. Yeah. When I saw him in that, I was like, hell yeah, Barry Bonds. I love Barry Bonds. <laughs> Why did you do that, Barry? Why? Why did any of these guys, get, these guys do that? And that's actually, that's the era of this game, right? It's the juice era, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. It's right there. But I don't know. I, I think I think overall, I like the sort of feel of it's a little bit simmy. It's a little bit realistic, but it's yeah. definitely arcadey. It's its own thing. It really is. It does feel they, like its own game. It really does. Um, I, I think they, they made two of them, and then they're like, look, we don't really want to be the people that make sports games, so we're going to go do like other stuff. And yep. they did. Yep. And they just made something that they made us, they made a baseball game that made sense. Yeah. Like it just, it all fits together. It all kind of works. They, they stopped uh, while yeah. they were on top, you know, which a lot of people can't, <laughs> a lot of people can't say like Barry Bonds. Um, <laughs> yeah, Barry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? The hell, Barry? Why can't you just be Angel Studios? <laughs> why, Barry? Why? Yeah, why can't you be Angel Studios? Hey, hey, I meant to ask you, how's Dave Niehaus doing? You got to spend 25 to 30 games with Dave Niehaus. Pretty how's good. my boy Dave? Pretty good. You know, I actually, again, about the presentation, it's another another part of why this game is good. I... You mentioned that you love this this part of the part of these games is 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 all of this. I I don't know that the the Griffey comments I think were what threw me off. Uh huh. It was what, just where like, he pops in. He pops like, in. It just like, it felt now. like oh whoa who is that what who is that what is what? happening what? <laughs> what wait what oh it's a oh it's a double player oh what a and diver then, oh <laughs> you know and then Dave shows up and he's like wow yeah. So yeah, his stuff I enjoyed. His stuff I enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it was always the the uh, like Dave comments are fine, but when Ken speaks, it's like oh, Ken thought that was a nice play, and then you know like you would just rub it in the other person's face. Like, oh, did you hear what Ken Griffey Jr. just said about my double play? Like, shut up, dude. I don't care. And he's like, oh, yeah, Ken knows true talent when he sees it kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, you know, you could say thanks to Dave. And but Ken was the real was was the, the real proof that you were a baseball player. Yeah, it was the cherry on top for <laughs> sure. Like if you made a good play and he was on your side, you knew you did something right. And yeah, no, I, I liked it. I, I thought I, I liked I liked the Dave stuff. I, I think that part was was fine. Again, the whole presentation part is what. I'm taken away from this game for sure. I, I did you get a double my oh my? You know, after you set to look out for it, I did not, but I wouldn't be surprised if I got one before that and I just wasn't looking for it. <laughs> but I you, you heard the my oh my's though, right? I did hear that. Yes, I did hear he the oh my's. He does that yes. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they, there are, I guess that's his like trademark thing where he would just say, my oh my. And, um, there is a for the listener. There is a, a chance that Dave will say something that begins or ends with a my oh my, 
like as part of something he said like my oh my that ball had a vapor trail on it and then there is a random chance that after that he might say my oh my like punctuate it and like the double my oh my like they are very rare and they are very special (laughs) i love you (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right um ken griffey jr uh or i guess major league baseball featuring ken griffey jr and Ken Griffey Jr.'s Slugfest, two really good N64 sports games. Not just baseball games, but sports games. So mm-hmm. if anyone hasn't played them, as we've said with other games that we've enjoyed, seek them out. I actually think it's mm-hmm. really worth it. Sports games usually don't go too expensive if you have the cartridge itself. So if that's what you do and you collect some games yeah. or cartridges, either one of these is worth it for sure. Play Slugfest. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will say I will say Slugfest better game. Um you can find some ridiculous stats in the original game. Um stats are a little bit more realistic in Slugfest, mm-hmm. but so the only the only real reason to get into the first one is if you want to have like wildly unfair players sometimes. <laughs> um but Slugfest is is probably just like it it's it's a tighter game. They 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 got to spend more time just making it, you know, clean it. They they got to spend a year cleaning up the first game. Basically. Yeah, they were fine. So then. sure, yeah, yeah. There, there's exactly. not really much different about the gameplay. It's just uh, just a better game. Yep, so, just tighter. Yeah, this next next Play year after. makes sense. All right, Slugfest the way to go. Okay, so uh, before we wrap the show up, sir, I um, I teased. In uh, during the Pokemon Snap episode, if anyone has listened to uh, level 12 or 12 stage two, that I have an update that I finished Mission Impossible, which was a previous episode and level okay. that we did. So, um, I was even allowed to tell us uh, what <laughs> happened. Am I allowed to tell you? <laughs> are, are you allowed to? I I'm, I don't know. Is this top secret? I, um, I'm I'm going to make the rules and break them. That's really how okay. this is this is going to work. Um, so when we played that game, we were both pleasantly surprised. I think for the for the most part, as far as like how it felt, you know, it wasn't definitely not a perfect game. Speaking of not perfect games, it's not. Um, yeah. But but you know, I I think it was kind of cool the things that we could do in it, and I and I got far enough in it that I figured, you know what, I'm gonna keep going, and I'm gonna try to complete this game. So I went back a few weeks later, and play the last two stages. So I was actually very close to the end. Um, oh. And yeah, so I, I, I made it pretty close. So I think if you went from start to finish without any difficulty, it would take you several hours. But um, I went back and played the last couple stages, and they're fine, but I think the better stuff is the stuff that we played, I would say. Okay. Um, so I think we got the better stuff. Not again, not all of it is perfect. Like our, like when we were talking about jumping over the electric squares in that one like, yeah, sort yeah. Of corridor, like that wasn't great, but there's a couple like cool ideas as, as you go on in the game and you've kind of got the gist of what the game is when you get to this point, right. when you get to the last couple stages and so uh, yeah. Are the last couple stages like also these big, huge overarching uh missions like the one one of them is one of the okay. one of them is yeah the, the last one it's broken down into much smaller ones but you do go back to i can't remember the location now but like the snow 
area yeah. that you do at the beginning. You go back to that again, and you know you're Irkutsk. in a boat. Who, who yeah, knows? something. Yeah, you're in a boat and you're, and you're shooting a base, Just naming off risk spaces. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in a what? You're in a boat. Wait, what? Yeah, so you get into a boat and you're basically on like a turret and you're shooting things on on land at one point. Okay. So that's the new thing that you don't do before. So you're basically you're doing like a turret mini game is kind of what it is. Kind of fun, but again, after a couple minutes, you're like, okay, I got the gist of this. Let's. Right, we got right. the action level. All right, I, got I got it. it. I got it. And then you get out and you sort of maneuver your way around the larger open snow area, and and you you go through a couple. Okay, buildings so it's like another snow area where it's another snow area very similar to what you run into at the beginning and uh and then it just kind of ends and you kind of okay you you blow up the base and it says you blow up the base and uh your love interest uh gives you a little smooch that isn't really a smooch because their heads don't actually touch uh and then it says the end and that's pretty much it now okay there is one thing that i missed that i ended up finding after i completed the game after the credits there is an end credit scene to this game. Okay. Like MCU style end credit scene. So you go back to the hotel level where you're dressed up as the waiter um, or whatever event level, that one, which was like the second or third stage or something. Uh-huh. And all the people that are at the party are all wearing regular t-shirts and jeans and, you know, just casual clothes. And they're all the people that created this game. And you go up to them and you say, who are you? They tell you their name and they tell you what position they are in the company. And then they have like a a fun little quip at the end. So one of them... That's cool. It's such a cool idea. So one of them is... I wrote a couple down. Is my name is Erwin, Erwin Kurgel. What do you do? I'm the assistant to the producer. Have you read the last bug report? Benoit will have some new bugs to fix. And then you go on and you talk <laughs> to the next guy. And everyone okay. is in like an Infogram's white t-shirt or black t-shirt. And they're right. just standing around the hallway. And you're just talking to them, asking what they I do. Wonder, I wonder so if this funny. is... I wonder if it's both the team from Ocean that started the game and the team that finished it. I would hope. I would, yeah, I would hope that. super yeah. cool. Yeah, so I like that a lot. It's such a cool idea. This game is cool. It's so great. Like the fact that they did this and and it looks like, you know, everyone looks different. I didn't take a good look at everyone's face in the game itself. And I don't know what the the developers look like. But each one of these people that you go up to look different. It almost seems like they they face map themselves on these on these models. And all right, it's honestly, man, Mission Impossible has jumped so far up my list, even I'm Especially so impressed with that game. Yeah, it's so impressive. Yeah, so, um, that is my uh, my Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible update. Is um, you know again work through the the clunkiness of it if you can and 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 play this game because I I think that it is a hidden gem. I'll be damned, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I second that. Um, check it out. It's it's not that long. No, it's so, really not. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting and very ambitious. So, yeah, walk around and talk to the developers after you beat the game. Or, you know, you can find it on YouTube, too, which is where I you ended know, up finding this smoke bombs part. and vents and yeah. <laughs> play hopscotch on electrified panels. Yeah. Yeah, it takes Get 17 bullets to the face, but step on one <laughs> red square that has an electrical shock to it and lose half your Got health. Flam yeah. it. <laughs> 
So Mission Impossible update. Needed to make sure I threw it in there if anyone was wondering. Probably no one, but hey, Mission Impossible. Great game. Hidden gem. Check it out. All right. Well, hey, everybody. I just want to remind you that patreon.com slash remember64show is where you can get episodes early. You can vote on what we should play next and hear what we've been playing outside of the Nintendo 64. Yeah, there's a few gems that here true? and there. Yeah, tis true, tis true. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you can always email us as well, remember64show at gmail.com. And you can find our videos, photos, shenanigans, and all that on the social medias at remember64show, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and where the cool kids sit at the cool kids table on TikTok. We actually yeah. just go and sit at the TikTok table um, when all the cool kids are gone, but we still try and right. do a couple things here and there. Either well, way. Well, I mean, lunch is over at that point. Lunch is over. We had a spare, right. so we just took our we, time. We're cleaning. Yeah, we, we're actually the janitors, and we clean the table, <laughs> and then we sit down because we're tired. Um, we're oh so tired. I mean, I think you, you shared, uh, you can go somewhere on there. There's got to be a spot where you shared how I... In stunned realization, realized I pitched a perfect game while I was playing King Kirby Jr. Yes. So that happened twice. So that happened twice. The fact that it happened twice is, un- especially everything we were just talking about with the pitching. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. The, <laughs> I, th- I think the, uh, the game, um, there's no difficulty on season in the first one where there was a difficulty on season in Slugfest. And yeah. so I think my Slugfest. Um, because I would play against harder difficulties than that. I think just by virtue of having played a lot of that, yeah. And then I don't, I don't know what difficulty it was, but it seemed pretty easy. So I don't know if I'm that impressed by myself anymore. But I don't know. You know what, man? <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what difficulty it was. It's impressive based on the fact that I spent hours playing this game the last few weeks. It's it's a th- it's a thumbs up, pat on the back, kudos type thing. It's <laughs> I was, still pretty impressive. <laughs> I, w- I was telling someone else that that it was hilarious to me because the first one I got because I had a pitcher who wasn't as good and his pitches weren't moving and I just kept throwing split fingers, <laughs> just one after another down the middle, trying to get him to break in different ways. Like I don't care who hits these. I just want to see how they move. You know, how far I can get them yeah. to move. Yeah, that guy ended up throwing a perfect game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Hey, do what you got to do to get the W, man. That's what they say, right? Yeah. That's it. What else do they say? They say, stay pixelated, my friends. Stay pixelated.